Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Belmont Journal, Belmont's own program for hyperlocal news and community affairs programming. I'm your host, Roger Colton. One Belmont end of school year tradition is the all night party at the high school. The party for Belmont High class of 2020 is just two weeks away, and the organizers still need help. The organizers especially seek volunteers to help the all-night chaperoning of the students, as well as to have all hands on deck to help with the cleanup. People who might be interested in volunteering should email Barry Devitt at finmardevitt.com at gmail.com. 35-year Chenery music teacher John McClellan retired last year. POMS, Parents of Music Students, the parent-based organization supporting music in the Belmont Public Schools, has created a scholarship for stu two students in his name. This past Tuesday, May 22nd, before the string concert at the Chenery, John McClellan announced the winner of the first scholarship. Tonight's award will be going to a string player, obviously, and it's a fifth grader. A fifth grader will be going off to uh, a music camp uh, with the grace of Palms. Palms is awarding them the scholarship for uh, Brendan Hahn. Does anyone know who Brendan Hahn Welcome to This Week in the Belmontonian, Belmont's online source for hyperlocal news. I have with me today Franklin Tucker, who is the editor and publisher of the Belmontonian. Franklin, there is news coming out of the school building committee about, really with details about the construction of the new school. That's right. We have an, an official date which of, for completion, if you can look five years into the future. And it's uh, July 21st, uh, 2023. Uh, uh, I th what happened at the, uh, at the uh, school building committee, which is now renamed the uh, Belmont uh, Middle and High School School Committee, uh, uh, Building Committee, is that they, um, uh, the uh, general contractor, Skanska, came with a detailed report on what's going to be happening with the school. And uh, so now we know when some major, uh, um, some major, uh, 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 Milestones? Milestones will be uh, happening. Uh, as, we, as, as you know, uh, the, the construction will actually begin uh, on the first um, uh, day after the school, which will be on the, eight, on the 18th or 19th of, of, of uh, June. Uh, they're going to be putting up fencing, and so that's one of the first things you're going to see is, is major fencing around the school. Uh, to separate where the school building and, and the construction is going to take place. Uh, most of, during the summer, is you're not going to see much outside other than that, that, that scaffolding. And uh, that's because most of the work is going to be inside. They have to prepare the school uh, for uh, the, the September opening. So they're going to do a, a lot of work inside, such as take away the, the, the little gym uh, and uh, do a lot of asbestos. Uh, remediation. Uh, what you're then going to see in September is that the, the, the real first work you're going to see is the pylons going in uh, to, to stabilize the foundation. And in November, that's when the steel will start coming up. And they said once that steel goes up, it's going to be quick. 
And construction, the, the groundbreaking for all of this actually happens next week. That's right. On and, and that, I gather, is largely ceremonial? Oh, you bet. everybody who's there. I think it is. I think the reason they did it that date is because there was an opening for the uh, state officials, and they'll, they'll come down, as they always, well, since they're paying uh, 30, 33, 34%, you know, might as well come and help the uh, uh, groundbreak uh, for this uh, uh, new school. It will be Tuesday, May 28th at around... Uh, uh, 11, um, 11 o'clock, so um, the public is invited, so come down and have some fun. But there's a need to get there early, I'm told. That's right, because the parking lot, the high school parking lot, will close a, uh, a little early. So get there or just walk down. You know, we're not that big of a town. Now, one interesting detail, if I can call it a detail, that I heard coming out of the building committee mm -hmm. was the fact that they're going to memorialize or uh, capture Mm -hmm. the entire construction through a, a camera? That's right. There's a, uh, uh, the, they authorized, uh, the committee authorized uh, purchasing a camera and they were going to put on a, on one of the uh, uh, large um, um, uh, lighting standards uh, that are uh, over at uh, Harris Field and they'll be pointing over and taking a look at it and uh, we'll have five years worth of uh, still Just shots and they'll make a great little movie, you know. Uh, time-lapse photography exactly. uh, of a sort. Well, let's close the door on that and <clears throat> speak briefly about town meeting because the second part of town meeting is coming up and this has to do with the budget. Uh, but, the town budget is up. That's right. Uh, we're seeing a, a, a major increases in in just the, uh, the amount that is being spent on uh, both um, the town side, but especially the school side. I mean, the last five years, uh, <clears throat> the uh, School budget is increased by forty uh, percent. I mean, from forty-three point six million in fiscal year fifteen to uh, sixty point six um, in fiscal year twenty, which will, will which will be approved or not approved um, um, in this uh, coming uh, session of uh, town meeting. The surprising thing is, is that we really don't see any pushback. Uh, it's 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 a it's an amount of money. I think that people. Um, I don't know, grudgingly, but... Um, uh, except is necessary. That's right. It's, one, it's something that uh, education is an important part of the Belmont uh, uh, lifestyle now. So we uh, are going to uh, approve the school budget and the town budget, but you don't expect fireworks? Nothing really of, uh, of um, special interest or anything like that. I think, you know, when you have a very competent people, um, when you look at the the capital budget, which is done by Anne Marie Mahoney. I mean, th this is not done uh, slipshot, and uh, you know, the Warren Committee has done a great job, as always, to really uh, look at each and every detail. So it um, it's not it's not controversial, and they do a good job. The town does a very good job in keeping people at least uh, informed who want to be informed. Thank you very much. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you. Welcome to this week in the Belmont Citizen Herald. I have with me today Joanna Juvelis, who is the senior multimedia journalist for the Citizen Herald and for Wicked Local Belmont, Belmont's print and online source for local news. So tell me about grass. Tell me about grass. That is a t-shirt that I saw someone wearing at Town Day, and I, I, couldn't, I couldn't get over it. Um, it's basically to, for a campaign that's being run by Belmont resident Cabell Eames. She's starting her own 501c3 called 
you wrote it down for the, me. The uh, League for Better Health and Safety. Yes, and she is very concerned about synthetic turf fields, especially with the Belmont High School project, whether or not they're going to be putting one of those in. And do you want to know why? Uh, why is that? <laughs> because, Let me ask you about grass. <laughs> well, since 2016, these, these synthetic turf fields have been under review by the CDC and the EPA because they could potentially cause health risks. They are made with what's called crumb rubber, which is basically crumbled up waste tires. You know, um, yes. did I get that right? Yes. And they contain carcinogenic chemicals. They also burn athletes, but I think she's, you know, a lot of people think that it might increase your risk of certain, a certain kind of cancer, Hodgkin's lymphoma, they think. That's why it's under review. But it's not simply the high school in Belmont. The Wellington has a uh, synthetic turf. They uh, already field. have it in there, yes, because this, this only really started being reviewed in 2016. And as you know, that school was built before 2016, and they did put that in. However, there's another school in Belmont, the Burbank Elementary School, where they recently put in a turf field as part of the recent renovations that they did and I'm waiting to get an answer from the facilities director. I, I asked him right before I came on the show today what kind of material is that turf made with and he said he'd have an answer for me but not in time for the show. So the Belmont High Building Committee is considering it hasn't ruled anything out. They're considering they are, all yeah, organic they're fields. They're considering organic but it doesn't mean that, that um, they've ruled out artificial. Okay let's uh, turn to a different part of the, uh, the high school, there is a new assistant principal for well, the... Well, uh, it's actually the Chenery Middle School now, soon to be part of the big right. high school, the Belmont Middle and High School. They have a, they hired a new upper middle school assistant principal to replace Torrance Lewis, Lewis who's leaving June 30th. Okay. Her name is Jody Cohen, and she starts July 1st, and she's coming from Newton North, where she's been a science teacher for 20 years. And one of the big things about Newton North is that it's got 2,000 or 2, more 000. students. Over so 2,000. She has a lot of experience with a big school, which is a plus. She's also been very active in uh, trying to get kids to stop vaping. That's, that's a big thing for her that she's involved with. She, and and she, vaping's been a problem. And she will help with... Uh, some of the diversity issues at yes. the high school and She's middle school. She's on a, a, the a black, black leadership, leadership council. Yes. So we will be welcoming uh, Jody Cohen to Belmont High or and the new middle school. Yes. Uh, July uh, first, she'll she'll start, but she'll be at the high school in two years, I guess. Okay. And finally, the ice rink. It, the ice rink is uh, it sounds like it's on a fast track. We're expecting an RFP soon. Things are happening. Yes. As you know, Skip Figlarolo Rink is on its last leg. Everybody's talked about it. They were looking at the incinerator site as a possible place to put it. That is off the table, so now it's going to stay on the campus. But what they're looking at now is a public-private partnership, and they're drafting a request for a proposal for that. And on May 30th at 7 o'clock at the Beach Street Center, they want public input on this RFP for the public-private partnership. So it's an important meeting for anyone who cares about the future of the rink. And the RFP is expected uh, to be issued in September. September they want to send it out. And then it all moves quickly. They're hoping to get proposals and decide on decide on who it's going to be uh, before a special town meeting in November and then they want to have a special town meeting where town meeting will, will vote whether or not to approve it. Yeah. That's great. Things are happening. Yeah. 
Well, thank you for uh, talking with us today. We'll talk to you next time. You're welcome. The Powers Music School once again has organized its workshop week. The initiative is designed to help Belmont residents both try and enjoy music in a different way. Belmont Journal volunteer Chet Messer has the story. I am Kelly Weber. I am the Director of Marketing and Communications at Powers Music School. I have about 15 or 16 different studios. Here is one of them. And some of the workshops will be held here if they are more than five or so people, probably. Total, we have about 50 to 55 workshops each time you run it. So they start on Tuesday, uh, May 28th, I believe. They run through Saturday, June 1st. Um, we have roughly about 10 each day and um, there's a lot on Saturday. But this time I'm going to do a workshop on ukulele for beginners mostly. I will say that a person that plays guitar uh, should have a pretty quick and easy understanding of how the ukulele works. Uh, and then I am fortunate enough that uh, I tour regularly with uh, some great musicians from Crete who play modal, uh, contemporary modal music, so music from all over the uh, Middle East, uh, North Africa, as far east as China. It's happened to be here during workshop week, so I'm going to do a workshop on their music. Uh, their name is Ross Daly and Kelly Toma. Boston last summer and I before that I taught in New Jersey for many years so it's I taught my first lesson when I was 17 when I left New Jersey I had 60 students you play the violin with your entire body it's a very kinesthetic instrument you're you have to move everything and you have to be aware of your spine opening the spine and strengthening the muscles that support you I became a yoga teacher quite by accident and discovered that it was the perfect complement to what I do as a teacher of violin. Here's BMC's Jane Peters to tell us about all there is to do in Belmont in the coming week. Hi everyone, I'm Jane and this is your community calendar for next week. This year's Memorial Day Parade starts in Cushing Square at 11 a.m. on Monday. The parade will pause for a ceremony at the Grove Street Cemetery before concluding at BHS. This year's speaker is 1996 BHS graduate Chris Lassard, a Newton firefighter, former director of Massachusetts Fallen Heroes, and an active duty combat veteran. The groundbreaking of the new Belmont Middle and High School takes place at BHS on Tuesday at 10.45. Join the Belmont High School Building Committee in celebrating the start of this huge project for Belmont. If you're getting close to Medicare eligibility, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Massachusetts will be visiting the Beach Street Center on Tuesday at 5.30 to discuss Medicare options, whether you're planning to retire or continue to work. Bring your questions. This seminar will help you be confident you're making the right health coverage decisions.
Wednesday is an early release day in Belmont and you can enjoy free ice cream at the Mad Science Party Lab at noon. Use science to make test tube toppings, rice crispy brains, dry ice root beer floats, and even make your own ice cream. Elementary and middle school students are invited to participate in the Belmont Youth Commission's scavenger hunt on Wednesday at 1230. Students will have two hours to complete the 10 question scavenger hunt. The first student to return their form and correctly answer each question will win a free summer pool pass to the Underwood Pool. Pick up your form at 1230 at the Youth Commission table in front of People's United Bank. Art from students in Belmont Public Schools will be on display until Sunday, June 2nd at the Belmont Gallery of Art. A reception for grades K to 4 will be held on Wednesday at 6.30 and a reception for grades 5 to 12 will be held on Thursday at the same time. Celebrate the talents of Belmont students by supporting this show. Belmont Books hosts authors Randy Susan Myers, Juliet Fay, and Meta Wagner in a reading to benefit Rosie's Place on Thursday at 7 at Belmont Books. Rosie's Place provides a safe and nurturing environment that helps poor and homeless women maintain their dignity, seek opportunity, and find security in their lives. All proceeds from the event goes to Rosie's Place. A special event for Arlington residents titled Arlington Explores the Museum is extended to Belmont residents on Friday evening from 5.30 to 8 at the Charles River Museum. Visit Eventbrite for tickets and more info. RSM Belmont and Lexington, in cooperation with FinHive, present Monopoly Math on Saturday from 5 to 6.30. Can a game of Monopoly teach us to be financially responsible and win big while collaborating with other players? Kids can get clarity of the underlying math and find a new way to corner the market in your favor. Find out the secrets of the game, how to score the most rent, and win. And that's all for next week. If you'd like your event featured in Belmont Journal's community calendar, you can send your event info to jane at belmontmedia.org. In sports, the Belmont High varsity rugby team continues to do well this spring, having lost only once. Here are some highlights of the boys' varsity rugby game against the Bavarian Hawks. Belmont does indeed win. What a great win. John, out to Sam. Oh, that's a great try. And John Bravo in for a very quick try here. Into contact, Belmont winning. And Sam, with a strong run, swings it wide. Back out to the outside. Oh, he's got some pace. And there goes Armin McKaylin. Oh, nice. Oh, with a beautiful offload. And he puts it, it's going to tap it again. See if they can run this in. Oh, it's a good try. Connor Shea. Ball played to the forwards. Zavarian once again on their back feet. That's a great yeah. try. Out to the backs. Sam Segarian. Almont wins quickly, swings the ball wide to John. Oh, that's just a great try. Oh my goodness. Almont winning. Ball spun out. Oh, that's oh, a beautiful play. Oh, that's oh, a nice cut. cut inside by John Bravo. Picked up. Oh, that's oh. a nice. Oh, what a nice offload. Presents cleanly to Sam. To Max for the score.
Belmont's 2019 Town Day was a rousing hit. Here's a glimpse at some of the activities that were going on. BMC's Joanna Juvelist reports. I am Jerry from Champion Sporting Goods at Belmont Town Day. Looks like a uh, great turnout today. Beautiful weather. We lucked out about uh, two to three thousand people down here today. is always a milestone for Belmont High School seniors who will be graduated in early June. BMC's Jane Peters presents some highlights from this year's promenade. You can watch the entire ceremony on the BMC community television stations or you can stream it online at belmontmedia.org.
Well, that's it for this week's edition of the Belmont Journal. Before we leave, I want to invite you to watch a special Belmont Journal show where I interview Claire Colburn, the chair of the Belmont High Building Committee. Thanks for watching. I'm your host, Roger Colton. I will talk to you again next time.